Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Oh! Oh my gosh, I almost said, and also. There's not a fucking guest no, this week. No, it's just the two of us. It's just us. Oh, oh wow. I know, we can breathe. I know. Fucking take your pants off, there's no company around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just get comfy. I mean, my pants were off when there were. Um, <laughs> Pat, Pat O, how was your weekend? It was, uh, it was good. Um... I saw this independent movie called Halloween Ends. Oh, yeah. You might have heard a thing or two about it. It's a little bit of buzz right now on the internets. And uh took my kid to see that Friday night, and we had a blast. So I heard you saw it Friday as well. What would you think? Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know fuck it if i spoil the the first two movies in the trilogy here if you haven't seen those that's your fucking fault but i'm gonna try my best not to spoil um halloween ends which i don't you know whatever um so we have this entire build-up right this entire build-up of this 40-year fucking fight and this promise that we've gotten this entire trilogy is that we were going to bury the hatchet finally and we got about seven minutes of burying the hatchet. The rest of it is about some fucking guy that we've never seen before until this last movie. And um, it's it's very disappointing. That's what I think. Yeah, I um I liked it, but I am not a fan of the Halloween franchise in general, which, uh, you know, this this la- latest trilogy kind of throws out what, like six, seven films because it, it 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 this was this trilogy was a direct continuation of Halloween one, correct? Right. Yeah. So not even Halloween two happened. So it throws out Halloween two, Halloween three, which okay was the weird one off season of the witch, and then uh, four through six, which was the druid uh, supernatural trilogy, yeah. which Paul Rudd was in the last one. Then you had H two O, which yeah. has Jamie Lee Curtis's return with Josh Hartnett as her kid. It was kind of the scream one. And then after that, I think you had the found footage one where Coolio, like, electrocutes his Michael Myers' balls or something, right? That was connected to H2O, yeah. So, and they threw all those out. Yeah. And then you had the two Rob Zombie ones. So, yeah. this trilogy already was kind of a big swing because it discounted the majority of the franchise. Like, it discounted, like, 90% of the franchise, which to me seems like... A, a very big swing it seems like it could like a, an oddball thing to do but people were more or less okay with that because they realized that most of the halloween sequels are pretty much garbage and um for them to for people to get as upset as i feel like they did with this one because of the lack of focus on michael myers i thought it that what the story that it did tell which granted is not about michael myers it's about this Corey character um i thought that was a good story so for someone that has no like has no like reverence towards the Halloween franchise, sure. I went into this just kind of seeing what it was. I thought it was pretty good. Like I get the, the the concept of a bullied kid and how we kind of create our own evil in society. We create these animals by being an uncaring civilization. Right. And Michael Myers we... is not the evil. He is he's a symptom of the evil as uh greg newkirk would say <laughs> yes as, as our friends of on, uh hellier would say so yeah i mean and that that was fine and like you know um same i just i thought it was okay i had a good time with it and i thought the Corey stuff was done good um you know i think i get the idea of like uh the troubled loner and I like the fact that he got the girl and he had a little bit of happiness, but kind of the, the town kept beating him down. And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't hate it. I wasn't as incised as some. Uh, and I'm not saying that you're not a Halloween fan. But once again, to be a f- Halloween fan, I can't believe that you already weren't so upset by the fact that this current trilogy threw out like the other nine fucking movies. Like, if I was a Halloween fan, if somebody came in and said, hey, guess what? We're doing another Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's a direct continuation of the first one, and we're forgetting about two through everything else, I'd be like, fuck you. Those movies are awesome. You know? Um, I'm a fan, but that's a franchise that I'm legitimately a fan of. I'm not a fan of the Halloween franchise. I think they've always been kind of cheese dick. You know? (laughs) I'll I'll be the first person to openly admit 
and I'm going to tell you this right now, there's a lot, a lot of horror fans that will not admit this ever. I am strictly a Halloween fan because the horror community tells me that I have to be a Halloween fan. That's it. I mean, it's movies that I've grown, I've grown up with. I'm not married to them at all. I, I'm not a purist or, you know, I, I don't care about the story. Um, it's just another slasher killing people. I don't give a shit about the reason why, you know, it's just like gore and guts and sluts. And I like that, you know, and uh, that's all I need to be happy for the most part. Um, but the problem with this was, and, and I get what they did. Everybody's like, oh, well, it's supposed to be not about Mike Myers like they did with Season of the Witch. And we know that because of blah, 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 blah. But listen, I get it. I understand. I'm not dumb. I get I get the pretension to it. But that part doesn't matter. What we were promised this entire time was this big showdown between Michael and Lori. And this is what we got. We got Halloween 2018, which was very talky, but admittedly had the probably the absolute best showdown between Michael and Lori since the original, right? Then we got movie number two, which did not have a showdown between Michael and Lori at all. She was in the hospital the entire fucking time. <laughs> she, there was no showdown whatsoever. Um, but what we did get, it was just basically like a greatest hits of like Michael Myers fucking killing people. And I love that. Like, that's all it was. That's the entire, that was all of Halloween kills. And I loved it. Nobody lived. I love that. And, but, but then they, they made like points of like things that were supposed to be like important that they never fucking talked about ever again in Halloween ends. Cause I had just watched Halloween kills that day, Friday, um, right before, you know, I watched ends and, you know, they were like, oh well michael Myers, he's going home to go look outside of his sister bedroom you know his sister's bedroom window because that's so important to him for whatever reason and then what's her name laurie strode's daughter gets killed or whatever so hold on so michael myers gets beat the fuck up by a mob and after he gets beat the fu- after he gets beat the fuck up he stands up and kills everyone kills everyone in the most badass way ever and then goes and kills karen and then the movie ends that's it it's over and then we get Halloween ends that happens like four years later or some shit. Mm-hmm. So nobody ever explains like, well, okay, if, you, if it was so important for him to look out the window, why did he ever leave the window? How the fuck did he get so weak? But he kicked all those people's asses at the end of it after he got his ass kicked. Like, where? what happened? How did he just disappear? Like, what? What? You know, that didn't even make any sense. And then we fucking jump cut to this whole other story of this Corey kid that nobody gives a fuck about. Had they started off the series had they shown that beginning scene in halloween ends in halloween 2018 and they just kind of touched on this Corey character a little bit throughout the trilogy it would have been just fine they didn't do that they didn't do that they promised us this big fucking showdown between these two we never got that it never really delivered on that until the last seven minutes of the movie and then we got yeah there i I mean i don't once again i don't don't want to spoil it too much but there is a final battle and it's a very definitive final battle and it i I mean i don't once again because i didn't have great expectations for any of these because i think these movies are kind of they're not cool in the first place Um, yeah yeah so it's like i never you know the michael myers character is kind of intentionally devoid of personality and that's supposed to be kind of his character's gimmick. And I always like Freddy Krueger more because Freddy Krueger is a, a very powerful antithesis of that. He's yeah. he's lots of personality. He's he tells yeah. he makes puns and like he turns into giant worms and yeah, like <laughs> TV that. sets and shit. And yeah, it doesn't make any sense, and it never has. And the whole and the franchise is okay with that. Yeah, and it's just kind of I don't know. Like I said, I think. For for people to be hardcore Halloween fans is kind of a head scratcher to me in, in the first place. So to see people get upset about, and I understand like you not liking it is different from you being like an, an enraged internet neckbeard. Like you're you didn't like it, right? right? I don't, but yeah. like yeah, but it, I don't it, hate it. Yeah, and I think just seeing the kind of um, reaction yeah yeah <laughs> for that and then I, I i had in my notes i wanted to talk about it but i know we kind of talked about it last week before we had alan greenfield on but the new hellraiser movie too yeah that is uh that's like the other seasonal um franchise reboot or whatever that came back and that i thought was just kind of okay i, I watched that. Like that yeah yeah i watched that last weekend and it wasn't nearly 
horny enough for me. No, it's same. Yeah. It was it wasn't sexy enough. Well, and you know, some people I, I put that on social media. Some people got what I meant by sexy and some people were like, What what it's supposed to be sexual? And it's like, No, that's not <sighs> Hellraiser's about deviancy. It's about hedonism. It's about yes. you know, and, and there just wasn't enough of that. No. No, there wasn't. But speaking of degeneracy, uh violence and um uh <laughs> just gonna segue into talking about my movie real quick and i kind of fell off the rails there uh recipe for oblivion the movie that i did for the 48-hour film project got picked up by trauma now so uh i i made that announcement i think on instagram but i didn't do it on twitter or anywhere else so i wanted to use this real quick to fucking brag about that so it's officially a trauma movie fuck you if you don't like it i won it's a trauma movie i've had this is my third flirtation with trauma uh space werewolf was at trauma dance 2015 a short i did don't pull out was part of the grind exploitation anthology which uh is also available on trauma now plus you could buy the blu-ray but i don't see any money off that however recipe for oblivion will be available on trauma now and i do get uh cash every time you watch that so please leave it on repeat in your house wait for <laughs> your dogs when you go to work <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna tell you something besides you and i nobody on this entire planet deserves um as much gratitude and support and love as lloyd kaufman i completely agree he that man is a fucking national treasure and we just absolutely i mean he's up there with steve Irwin and and uh, fucking the guy that paints and shit whatever his name is bob ross, bob ross. <laughs> you know he's, he's right up there mr rogers lloyd kaufman is the mr rogers of um shitty movies <laughs> <laughs> and you know i'm just gonna be honest with you if you don't already um subscribe to terminal i mean you're just you're just missing out i mean there's a, yes there's a lot of trash but there's some fucking awesome films on there that you would have never known existed unless you sub to it um obviously you can watch pato's movie but i will, now there's even more trash on it i i, so. <laughs> I will i will call out um video vixens is one of my favorite movies of all time have you ever seen it pat no i have not Ooh, it's so good it, it sounds so like there's cities in it though there is it's about it's about like a, the porn awards being televised on broadcast television and how people are like pissed off about it it's great it's really good just watch it video vixens okay good. um subscribe to terminal watch pato's movie watch video vixens and of course toxic avenger it's on there go watch it yeah i mean that's tops everybody knows that one go watch that one it's, and uh, if you're a patreon member you, you don't have to wait until it uh premieres on trauma now it's also on the the patreon discord server there you go now, put it up there for the time being and there's gonna be uh i i will say this and i think it's november 5th i haven't gotten final confirmation yet but it is being screened as part of the blue island film festival and i when we get closer to that i'm gonna heavily pimp that out i'm telling you people in advance clear your schedule put it on your calendar november 5th blue island film festival at the lyric theater I would really, really, really like for people to come out. I almost fucking died last year, people, and I didn't. And I, and for whatever reason, I survived. And I have to believe that I survived to make this fucking shitty, terrible little movie. And if you <laughs> want to come one. out, it's yes, this is the story I was born to tell. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be premiering at the Lyric Theater. So that's, you know, uh, first time it'll ever be screened to public. Not necessarily the last time, but um, after that, it'll just be on trauma now so please come out to this there's there's the audience award that you can vote so i want to pack the audience with my people so they all vote for me because i want that fucking award just like i wanted to be on trauma now and it was and if you haven't noticed i get what i fucking want so please come out to this uh november 5th lyric theater in blue island illinois and i'll i'll give more details as it gets closer sure but it'll be a good time we'll go we'll go to the lyric theater and we'll watch the movie and then we'll go somewhere in the area and get shit faced and yeah, I'll tell you, if if you're if you're a regular longtime listener to the show and you're in on the jokes, um, you will definitely be in on the joke for recipe for oblivion. So it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, what okay. else? Oh, I went uh, I went shotgunning too. Shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah, I've never fired a shotgun before. It's real. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> it's very it's very sexual. It's like a Hellraiser movie. It's like it hurts, but it's good. When it slams up against you, and I was all bruised and shit. Ooh. Yeah, I really liked it. It was. It left me a little bit battered, but in a good way. <laughs> like, a, like a piece of fucking catfish. <laughs> I'm liking it. So I don't know. I did. I did that last. Uh, I did that last week too. That was a lot of fun. When you were saying shotgunning, I was thinking of like when when you're like smoking pot. 
And then, oh, like, yeah, we call that cannonball. Like, cannonball coming. Cannonball. We call it shotgunning. I haven't done that in a long time. I'm going to do that at my Halloween party this year. We should. I, I'm, I'm trying to maybe um, shotgun. I don't have anything going on that weekend. I would really like to just show up at that fucking party. That would probably that would. I know where you live, so it's like just go to your house. So menacing. (laughs) I do. That's true. You do know where I live. Come to the Halloween party, Beto. And apparently, all these people, all of our fans, that send you shit too. Yeah. (laughs) Just giving out your address all willy nilly. Yeah, I do. I just give it out. If you're sending me something, I'll give you my address. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you where I live. Just come find me. Sure will. Yeah, you should come to the Halloween party, and then we'll have lots to talk about uh, that that week. Anyway, um, was that all? Was that all you did this week? That's all I got to talk about. Yeah, I um, yeah, I'll I'll talk about the movie front for a moment. Um, I mean, I know we just talked about those two movies. Um, the very disappointing stuff that's been going on, but there's been so much shit coming out lately. Um, I mean, my God, what did I watch not too long ago? That was great. Oh, the monsters! I love the monsters. I loved it. I haven't seen that yet, but I, I was trying to get my family to watch it on Saturday night. We watched Beast instead, but um, I do want to check that out. I'm glad I you was... like it because I, I feel like everything people are saying that's negative about it doesn't sound negative to me. It doesn't make any sense. If, if you're if you were actually a fan of the original monsters, then you'll like the movie. It, it, like mm-hmm. a lot of people that don't like it, you're a fucking liar when you say that you like the show. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, you fucking lie and you act like you're cool and edgy that you used to watch the monsters. No, the fuck you did not. Cause there's no reason why you wouldn't like this movie. None, you know, no, you can't have Fred Gwynn in it. Sorry. He's dead. <laughs> you know? um, sorry. But for what it is, it's exactly like the fucking show. It's perfect in the way it is. I can't say enough good about it. And I don't like Rob Zombie movies. So there's that. I don't, I don't, I think a lot of them are kind of nonsense, but um he's he's made some good choices in it like he's got he's got good parts you know what i mean i I think he's a decent he's a competent enough director i would like to see him direct something that someone else writes i guess um well i liked i i like the firefly trilogy and of the firefly trilogy my favorite is house of a thousand corpses a lot of people don't like i liked it i like that it's fucking it reminds me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is my favorite of all those classic horror movies, it's it's fucking Leatherface, right? That's that's my slasher. You know, I liked House of Thousand Corpses. I liked how fucking goofy and weird and off the wall and fucking strange it is. I like it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and I liked each movie individually for what they were. I, I like to see more of that family, you know. Um, but I like I didn't like his other shit. It was bad. Didn't like his Halloween movie. Didn't like fucking lords of salem or whatever yeah that was kind of garbage yeah right i didn't like that shit you know but 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 his original trilogy i liked it then he came out with the monsters it's not rob zombie blood guts and gore and yeah it's his wife again who cares he loves her so much he wants to know it who cares i love that i honestly do i think if you're if you're not a romantic at heart of course you should think the woman that you're married to is the most beautiful woman in the world why the fuck else would you marry her yeah and he does clearly fucking hint for the kids here's a little lesson from your old friend pedo don't marry ugly bitches right <laughs> it's not gonna work <laughs> if she's not the hottest she's not the most beautiful girl in the world which you can't marry the it's most subjective. beautiful because i already did that but um if you're not <laughs> i will say this most beautiful women in the world tend to be a little high maintenance so maybe go for like the fourth or fifth most beautiful girl in the world because that's <laughs> probably the amount of think about how what kind of grades you got in high school do you really want to put the effort in were you a c student were you an a student think about that before you decide who you're gonna marry i mean but, shop to watch your shop to what your wallet can allow but <laughs> i uh i definitely i i do like that dynamic between yeah. him and sherry moon i think it's very romantic and i love it i i do i Why people do people think? hate on it but fuck you you don't know love no she she did a fine job as lily monster i get what people are saying she's kind of ditzy and dumb well we didn't really see that much that's the thing you guys you gotta understand you are trying to take characters from an entire tv series and put them into an hour and and a half long movie right so no you're not gonna see every single side of this character unless he makes more and then if he makes more then let's give him the chance to do that i'd love to see it more of it i would you know and so i think it's the perfect halloween movie it's family friendly definitely check it out that was good um i'm excited and i know i talked about it recently on the show because i just watched it for the first time i'm excited to see terrifier too you know i no, I okay. So Daniel Thorndike uh, of the Blue Room Podcast and Y2K Movies, he he's very he's been talking about that for a while. 
I don't know anything about this. Like now I do because I'm being beat over the head with it on Twitter every time I go on. Yeah, it's everywhere. I didn't watch the first one. I didn't watch the anthology that it came from. I want to kind of see the second one because they're saying, oh, people leave the theater and or they're thrown up all yeah. over the place. It's how, how I want to know from somebody that saw it, what the fuck is in there that's so crazy that's got people thrown up in the theater? Because I've seen some fucking heinous shit in my life. It's got like, something to do with penis mutilation. I know that much. Oh, that's nothing. That's well, the thing. Is it, is it rapey? Is there something? Is it like, are we talking yeah. about like Megan is missing or Serbian film stuff here? Or no. is this just like really gross, like splash? because splattery stuff i laugh at you know what i mean yeah right and you know the well terrifier was it was gory you know but it wasn't i've seen way worse now and i talked about this because like i said i just watched terrifier for the first time because art has now become like one of the classics right art's everywhere Mm. you go to a horror convention there's like 50 people dressed up as art the clown and then probably Mm. also art the clown himself is there you know but um you know so i wanted to watch it. i checked it out it was okay it was all right i didn't think it was that great um but i didn't realize that it came from an anthology series so i wanted to check that out man that's fucking that's that's a crazy movie right there it's i don't know if i like it i still haven't really decided if i like it but you know with hellraiser and halloween ends and i've been watching the chucky series too there's just been so much shit that i i my expectations are so low and i've heard nothing but good things about terrifier 2 i am ready for it (laughs) i need this (laughs) i really liked the chucky series and i haven't seen the second one but i watched the first one and there's a scene in the first one where chucky's talking to the kid who's queer and he goes oh my kid was gay and the kid goes did you accept him and chucky goes just because i'm a serial killer doesn't mean i'm a monster or something like that (laughs) and i almost wanted to fucking cry and i think that is like the chucky series and i haven't seen the second season but that first season got by on so much just like lgbtq love like i it's such a weird thing to put in there but it was and it's and it's chucky but like even like his daughter playing himself like steven dorf's daughter playing him in the flashback um was like they just made so many right choices with that series hold on wait what i didn't know that yeah so when they when they so when they finally introduce uh tiffany played by jennifer tilly who of course of course is a i'm a huge fan of if you couldn't fucking imagine that already um they show when jennifer tilly and uh charles lee ray met or you know when tiffany and chucky met like how their relationship started right and they flash back to them when they were both younger and there's some blonde playing tiffany right and steven dorf's daughter brad dorf i'm sorry brad dorf's daughter is playing him with sunglasses a wig on and they dub her voice with brad dorf's voice but it's her and his daughter is also the chick in the wheelchair from the cult yeah, of Chucky. i knew that yeah. yeah she she plays two roles in that i didn't know and, she played him also yes that i thought was that i thought was so cool too that they did like a trans uh charles lee ray she's got that laugh down let me tell you like no no, no it's his, it was his voice she didn't yeah. use her own voice but she does in the show because she's also chucky yeah i get you when because he possessed her or whatever they did that right. whole yeah and then, I, and she, I mean she's on point uh, you know it's just that she, it's now her it's her voice but that is chucky's personality coming out i like her because she's crazy. like a she's like a like a, a, a fairly like she's been in a lot of stuff and she does nudity and like i think that's dope as fuck i think that's like i remember back in the 80s and 90s you actresses would show their tits in movies and it was without a bat of an eye it was okay it was respectable you weren't going to be blacklisted because you showed your tits in a film and she's done that before i think in one of the chucky movies um 
And I know that that might seem like a really shallow reason to like an actress, but I think it shows like, like well, boobs. <laughs> well, no, I think it shows confidence and, and like vulnerability and like, and like you're owning it. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll show my tits. All right. No big deal. You she know. is her father's mini me and i love that and she's fucking killing that role i agree with that now the second series the second season isn't terrible it's just i don't know man listen i was in the car the other day and this is this is all i'm saying about it but i was in the car the other day and i listened to morning radio when i dropped my daughter off okay um i am a big elvis duran fan believe it or not and uh so there's a commercial okay and i swear to god <laughs> i swear to fucking god it is it's a commercial for chucky and the way that they're advertising it is like it's a fun goofy sitcom i fucking shit you not i don't remember what it was that they said but they said some bullshit line they're like you know watch chucky every wednesday on blah 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 he's gonna chuck you up or some dumb shit they like they like i swear fucking replace fuck with chuck i don't remember what it was i don't know you can go chuck off or i don't know what they said but <laughs> that's what with like was. the canned laughter laugh track yeah i mean yeah it was fucking ridiculous and i'm like what world is this that it's a fucking <laughs> what is this what's happening <laughs> i didn't understand you know and and like i said i i do i like the second season um you know so far it's just weird it's just odd i, I guess i never i just never thought chucky would go down this route I, I don't know but i like it but chucky himself like doesn't exist now because he's like in the body of like a hundred dolls at one time and that's weird I so like I got one question, one spoiler question that I want to ask, and that's it. Is Devin Sawa in the second season? Yes. Is it another brother, or is it like a flashback, or how do they put Devin Sawa in the second season? He's just a completely different character. <laughs> He's just a completely different. I love that. So they kind of like make like the like the kids like you know the the, the main kid. He's like, oh, you kind of reminds me of my dad. Oh God. <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll have to start watching that now. <laughs> God damn it! I okay. fell behind on Game of Thrones. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I do so bad with watching TV shows. Movies, I can, I can sit down, I can hammer out an hour and a half, two hours to watch something. TV shows, I just fall behind on. Yeah, and, I uh, But I will, I will give that because they, it was so cheesy and, and tongue in cheek, but also, like I said, so, so like queer friendly. Which I don't know why. Not that that's terribly important. I mean, I think it's important Very in general, different. but. I like that. I like that. Like Chucky like, became like the pioneer for the queers when Seed of Chucky came out. Yeah. Well, John Waters was in. Um, I don't Seed know if Chucky. it was Seed or Bride, but yeah, he was in Seed. Seed yeah, that's okay. what made it so gay. That's what made it. So... Oh. <laughs> you know, he's got another movie coming out. Does he? Yeah, his first in like twenty years, fifteen years, or something. I didn't know that. I love yeah. John Waters. He, I guess he wrote a book, and it's based on the book that he wrote, which I didn't know he wrote a book. I so didn't I know that wrote. either. Yeah. I'm going to catch up on my John Waters. Anyway, this is not a show about media, but we no. haven't had a chance to catch up on the things that we've been doing because we've had so many wonderful guests on the show. Yeah, that's um, one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, don't say that. We've had great guests on the show. Yes, we uh, have. We have wonderful <laughs> guests on the show. It's been fantastic. And and we still have another guest coming up, uh, I think next week or something. But we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, anyway, let's talk about some news, huh? Sure, let's do it. Sure. So, um, I sent Pato this video of a UFO somewhere in Mexico. The largest volcano in Mexico. I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I'm white. <laughs> Papo Catepetl. Okay, thanks. Yeah, um, somewhere in Mexico. It's a big ass volcano in Mexico. It's a UFO flying into this volcano, allegedly. Yeah. Something. Something's going into the volcano. Um, you know, you definitely see something. Um, Pat, what do you what do you think about that one? So here's what's crazy. I I looked that up and i found another video from december 10th 2021 of something from a different angle going into the same volcano yeah so that is yeah that's definitely a hot spot um so the video that you showed was very clear they have like a camera on that volcano because it's an active volcano and it it, it, it spouts shit off here and there so there's like cameras that are set up for geological reasons and they have a tendency to catch stuff from can you hopefully you didn't hear that um i did hear it <laughs> oh well uh so yeah it was super interesting that's i i think that that's definitely one of those hot spots and uh in one of the articles that i read um 
supposedly there's been sightings uh, by the locals of seven foot tall hairy beings with huge spikes on their heels seen climbing up the volcano side without any mountain climbing equipment. Huh. I did not hear about that. Yeah. So that's uh, it's it's one of the seventh most active hotspots in the world for UFO activity. Yeah. A lot of people, there's this guy that, you know, he, he's kind of made it his job to sit and watch this camera. They call those people anomaly hunters. I don't, uh, you know what? That's a glorified term for a guy that sits at his computer all day long looking for things to happen on cameras. There's people that do it for Mars. There's people that do it for Loch Ness. Um, that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know he's he is he's the one that caught this one maybe nobody would have had he not had eyes on it okay i guess everybody does their job you know uh anyway um but he's caught several anomalies at this volcano and probably that other video that you saw most likely came from him or you know i i would assume because he's been doing it for a while um you know he's got a theory that there's a secret base inside of the volcano which isn't um you know unheard of we've, we've heard similar theories before sure I mean, it's it. It would. Why would you fly into the volcano? Yeah, like that's that's kind of interesting. And it says that like the the area, like they're not flying into the top of it, like the the mouth. There's a vent on the side of it that they know of. Because I mean, like you know, this volcano's been there. Like you can fly around in the daytime and take pictures of it. They know the the geographic layout of it. Um, but yeah, it's like. It is. It's interesting because you don't think there's like a warp portal in there, but are they going into the lava and then using the lava to go into Earth? Like it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a head scratcher. So just like uh, Art Bell and his Area Fifty One caller, we were taken off the air for. Uh, I guess we're talking about the topic tonight. I, I don't know, Pato. What who, what's your thoughts on that? I think that we may have stumbled across what might be the most explosive story in mankind's history because <laughs> we have never, we have never had this happen to the extent that it does. We've had technical, uh, you know, squabbles here and there, but like nothing like this, nothing like, not, not like what happened when we originally tried to record this part of this week's episode and i don't know maybe there's more to the spring hill jack story than we thought because if they didn't take us offline for alan greenfield and they didn't take us offline for all the all the alien stuff or disclosure stuff or my stories or any of the guests we've had on what is it about spring hill jack that made the cia hit the kill switch only jeremiah byron <laughs> knows for sure but something man we got we, we touched it you yeah. ever see the movie conspiracy theory with like mel gibson where he's a conspiracy theorist and they're after him because he found he believes all this crazy shit but one of them is true he doesn't know what the one is and oh. patrick stewart and his cabal are after him trying to kill him and actually i think they kind of like halfway reveal that it has something to do with uh, uh darpa um like the the earthquake satellite weaponry or something but <laughs> I don't know. Spring Hill Jack, who knows? Maybe I, I haven't seen that movie. My uh psychology teacher showed us like a clip from it because he was suffering from paranoia and, you know, psychosis. So <laughs> <laughs> So she showed us a clip from it. it was like, Well, this was that thing. I don't I don't even remember what it was we were specifically talking about. Anyway. Look um, at this movie Mel Gibson made about me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Well, you know, so it's it's the next day uh <laughs> time jump we recorded Just... we recorded um the intro we recorded the entire episode yesterday and uh something happened and it did the intro but completely wiped out all of the spring hill jack now here's what here is what's odd is that is it spring hill jack well probably not but but what we were talking about when the audio cut off i know i know was giants yes <laughs> which i didn't want to bring up because i don't want the audio to get cut off again because i would like to be done with this week's episode <laughs> i can only talk about spring spring hill jack so fucking much all right so yeah. i was i was appeasing our reptilian masters by acting like i thought that we were taken off the air because of spring hill oh. jack and not because we were talking about um giants and you know, you were decrying. I don't know. Fucking, yeah, I don't know how much. I'm you were denouncing God and everything. Like I, I didn't want to yeah. <laughs> reinvoke that stuff. We're just. 
I'm going to preface this with, I don't know how much of that conversation, I haven't edited the episode yet, so I don't know how much of that conversation you guys actually heard, if any at all. Maybe you heard nothing about Giants up till this point. Um, we'll see. It depends on where about, it cut off. How about we make it a point to cut that out, just to appease the so nobody will ever know the draconians yes just so that that we we're going to say this up front we will go back and we will when you edit these two portions together it's gone it's gone and we just we just don't and we don't do the giant episode like sounds good to me put that one to bed and that way we continue on with our weekly podcast we get to have miss heather mosher on next week we get to we get to do our, our halloween episode or whatever after that like giants is not our business no just it's a bunch of fooey and um you know if you believe in that shit then i got a bridge to sell you in brooklyn <laughs> sounds good anyway spring hill jack that's what you guys are here yes. for right <laughs> right all right let's get to the real mysteries jesus <laughs> peek I behind the curtain of reality and talk I about have... spring hill jack i have to do all i have to do that all over again okay spring hill jack who the fuck was spring hill jack <laughs> so <laughs> In 1837, a woman was attacked by some man, some guy, right? Um, And this kind of kicked off this string of events uh, for people in the England area. We don't really talk about things, um, what do they say, across the pond? Across the pond, yes. Across the pond, yeah. But so this is, uh, this is interesting. Um, So, yeah, so a woman was attacked in 1837 by... like I said, some guy. Uh, most descriptions of Spring Hill Jack are that he wears this like white suit that almost it's so tight it like looks like an extra skin. Um, he wears a cape. He has sometimes like a helmet on or like a hat or like a mask or something. Um, and he's got uh, clawed hands, which mm-hmm. may or may not be gloves. <laughs> um so anyway i'm trying to pick the flare back up man that episode was so good and you guys will never hear it but <laughs> well you can hear my side of it yeah <laughs> we'll release that on the patreon the, the pedo just... only audio track just hear me laughing and talking to myself which is what it's like living with me you well, know that's what right, I mean? right exactly you get um, to hear you get to hear what the podcast sounds like to my dogs when i'm recording it <laughs> Yeah, we've never had to do a whole re-record like this. It's so interesting. Anyway, uh, um, so so people started talking around the England area, talking about the Spring Hill Jack character, and mm-hmm. uh, things really picked up steam when there were two back-to-back encounters in 1838. Um, both women, um, both reporting very similar things. One woman um, was attacked in the street uh, by this character. Um, he blue fire blue and red fire and tried to rip her clothes off and then uh the other woman was at home when there was like a commotion at her door he could have been impersonating some type of authority figure like a police officer saying that oh we caught spring hill jack we need help she opened up the door and surprise it's spring hill jack um which you know of course he tried to rip at her clothes and she fought him off um Oh, that's right. My quote. Can I read my quote still? Yes. Will the joke still land? Of course it will. Um, so I, I I read a couple of, you know, different anecdotes of these two attacks um, because they, they did really kick off the Spring Hill Jack events. Um, but I wanted to read off this, this very particular quote. Um, it says, Lucy Scales, a butcher's daughter, was attacked in the Limehouse, and Jane Alsop was almost strangled by a cloaked creature in her own home before her family managed to beat off her attacker. At which point he left and soared off into the darkness. So the joke was that, huh, funny, you should beat off Spring Hill Jack in order to avoid being further accosted by him. That's how you get rid of me. <laughs> right? That's that's all he's looking for. Um, <laughs> handy. Just you know. a good handy. Right. I mean, it's that simple. So, yeah, they, they beat him off and, and, you know, he was satisfied. So he left off, left off into the night, cackling like a madman, mm. um, like every good, good boy does after he's done being beat off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, sightings then continued. Various people, most of the time, typically um, at that point, he was attacking people in the street and then there was like a lull in sightings for a while it kind of seemed to disappeared and then he re-emerged again now this time when he re-emerged some people described him as looking like a bear or wearing fur right um you know but mostly what he was doing at that time was still attacking people in the street but 
attacking their carriages um so he would you know people would be driving by and he would jump out at them jump on the top of it whatever they'd crash and then he'd leave i guess um but then there was also like a stint where he was allegedly terrorizing the military for a time um you know they claimed to have seen him multiple times even shooting at him at one point which you know he was unaffected by the bullets and he went hopping off into the night so pato right well um, spring hill jack <laughs> yeah so uh like you said started in london in 1837 the last uh reported sighting was 1904 in liverpool so that's that's a span of 97 years and what's what's interesting is that the um descriptions of spring heel jack using air quotes for that one vary pretty wildly to where in retrospect it's almost it's interesting that you would even kind of consider them to be the same entity because the because the descriptions do vary so much yeah um and so it, it it's it's likely that spring heel jack became kind of a catch-all for anomalous behavior in london at this time right um i think that you know when you look at the span of time 97 years obviously that's not going to be one person that's going to be uh, well so hold on so it's that it's it's 66 years from uh 1838 to 1904 is it oh yeah seven and then you'd be at for 64 years. Well, how the fuck did I screw up the math that bad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's that's the crazy. I am like Rain Man when it comes to math. That to me is the nuttiest part of all of this. You just kept saying some... it yesterday, and I'm just like, wait a minute. I kept. I was like, hold on. And then I, I just double checked it. I got 66. you out, Math Pat O. That, I don't know how that you got 64. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that was that was the good Lord Jesus fucking. I don't know how you got uh, ninety seven. I don't know what erasing my about. bad math before it went down in in, in podcast infamy. Pato's um, just making just throwing out numbers. Oh, I think that was about this many years. Still sixty four years. I mean, that's that that is at least Point two different. Stand. Yeah, that's at least two different people. Um, and as far as who those people were. What we found out yesterday, I, I schooled Ashes on this one because she didn't know about it. I did not. Is there's actually a very specific individual that the original sightings were attributed to. His name is Henry de la Poor Brassford, uh, the Marquis of Waterford, who was an Irish nobleman that was known to get drunk and uh, fuck about in London in the 1830s he was frequently arrested for drunken brawling brutal jokes and vandalism he was the originator of the expression paint the town red when him and his buddies got drunk one night uh tore ass through london were destroying property knocking over plants ripping down signs and painting random doors red so it kind of became the expression oh they really painted the town red last night and i'm sure that's you know, neat. You, I did not you, know that. Yeah, so he's the one. There was some kind of incident between him and a woman and a cop, and they think that he started this Spring Hill Jack stuff as uh, just like a prank that he was pulling. And um, that would make sense for a certain period of time. He ended up dying in the 1950s. So uh, he died in 19, I'm sorry, 1859. But at that point, there could have been copycats. And that's something that uh, we know from, like, when we talk about the mad gasser of Mantoon, or uh, there was another, like, crazy gas person that was operating out of Virginia that um, Mystic Novelty Country, <laughs> country uh, <laughs> William B. Van Hus, uh, had written a book about. And um, these kind of phenomenon usually start with legitimate stuff. But then kind of mass hysteria snowballs and takes in at some point. I did want to bring up one other person, though, that was arrested for this. And it's because it's kind of a it's an interesting anecdote. Um, uh, hold on. Um, 
So you had mentioned that somebody had dressed up like a bear or that he was described as looking yeah, like a bear. Yeah, wearing fur, right. Yeah. So um, uh, in July of 1847, a Springfield Jack investigation led to a man named Captain Finch getting arrested. He was convicted of assaulting two women while wearing a skin coat, which looked like a bullock's hide with a skull cap, horns, and a mask. Um, so that could be where the bear thing comes from. And then also there was another guy, Thomas Milbank, that was arrested and tried at Lambeth, Lambeth Street Court because he admitted he was Spring Hill Jack. The only reason he was not convict, uh, convicted was because he admitted to not being able to spit fire, which Jane... Aslab claimed her attacker was able to do. Yeah. So imagine that. Which is ridiculous. Which is which is so interesting too, not to make this about like gender inequality, but think about like how the witches had to like like you had to drown a woman to prove she wasn't a witch. Right. Right? For a guy, it's like, are you Spring Hill Jack? Yes, I am. We'll breathe fire. No. All right, you're not Spring Hill Jack. Like, (laughs) whoa. That's a wildly (laughs) uneven, like it's really ridiculous <laughs> you know he's like but but he's, he's he's like but i am though like that was me and they're like nope yeah. nope didn't happen i don't see you breathing fire in between in between they words can't, they can't so I you mean, must I not know. i guess i could have just meanwhile this me. chick over here can read so let's like impale and burn her alive <laughs> man, man things are fucked up you think you got a bad now ashers at least <laughs> You know, you gotta look on the bright side. I always look on the bright side of life. You know? <laughs> at least I'm legally allowed to be a dumb bitch all I want. <laughs> at least you can read and drive. You choose not to. You choose not to drive. But I yeah, mean, it's, it's not like you get like pulled out of your car and beat the shit out of in the middle of the street for that's it. That's true. That's a good point. You know? Um, you know, that, yeah, that is really weird. You know, and I, I'm curious, like, what, you know, how, what happened to that guy the rest of his life after that? Like, we don't really, we don't know. I mean, did he continue to like maintain that he was Spring Hill Jack? And he's just like, I don't know if I can let me go because I couldn't breathe fire. <laughs> Maybe he, he realized eh, this is probably something I'm better off getting away with. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to let this one go. I mean, it's, it's, that is really ridiculous because it wasn't like he was like, no, that's not me. I don't breathe fire. Like, that's, you know anyway yeah that's so i mean there are there have been a couple and not just that um you know there have been other authority figures and things like that that would say that like um you know the spring hill jack was like groups of vagrants going around terrorizing people like gangs or whatever um you know which i I don't know could have been the case a lot of people um i I get a lot people ask me a lot of questions about spring hill jack because there's this weird misconception that Spring Hill Jack and the Mothman are the same thing. Yeah. I mean, and... I, I can't act surprised to hear that as I was yesterday oh. when you said that for the first time. <laughs> you I, don't say. I don't have the spoons for it today, Ashers. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, I, I know when you told me that yesterday, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but, pa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry you didn't hear the genuine uh, reaction. Yeah. Um you know but but yes you know that, but there are people well people listening to the show weren't surprised by that i'm sure um because that's something that, again that's something that i'm hit with a lot people are like oh what do you think about spring hill jack um and i did start like digging into it of course you know mothman lead cool but i don't you know okay so spring hill jack had these also allegedly glowing red eyes okay so the only supernatural elements of this man seem to be that he had glowing red eyes that he was impervious to bullets and that he could jump like 20 feet in the air (laughs) okay so a couple of things that we had talked about yesterday we'll talk about again today um so the mothman connection again um i just don't i don't think that it's there uh you know first of all he could talk and you know would frequently talk to people and laugh and made noise. mothman doesn't seem to do that at least so far um, there's like one report I didn't mention this um, there is one report that allegedly the Mothman talked to a young child and told him about 9-11 
Um, but, you know, of course, that story is up for debate. I don't know if that, uh, you know, we can't verify it, of course, but who knows? The guy didn't actually come out with that until after 9-11 happened, so I don't know. Um, but in all other Mothman encounters, you know, Mothman, yes, he's a humanoid. He's, hum- he's human shape. And while there were people that did say that he looked like Batman, that's where the Mothman name comes from, is because people described him as looking like Batman. Springhill Jack also looks very much like Batman. Yeah, if you look at the early like uh, newspaper drawings, renditions, it looks like early Batman cartoons. Um, to where I think I don't think it was necessarily the London newspaper artists prophesizing the future as much as Batman was definitely influenced by the Spring Hill Jack drawings with the pointy with the cape and the pointy ears. Anyone that's seen like really like ancient Batman drawings, like the first couple, you know what I'm talking about, or it, it, it's not the Batman that we know now. No. Right. And well, when I when I listened to Ken Gearhart talk at the Mothman Festival, he had started talking about the supernatural connection between like Bigfoot and UFOs and whatever, you know, spectral Bigfoot or whatever the hell Bigfoot name you want to call that thing. Um, you know, which there are. There are allegedly reports of Bigfoot that, again, are mixed with UFO sightings. There are reports of Bigfoot that just fucking straight up disappears, which leads some people to believe that this is not a flesh and blood creature. This is something supernatural or you know beyond and um you know but ken ken said something well yes there are reports like that the majority of sasquatch reports are that this is some type of north american primate and I- i'm gonna stick to that you know again while springhill jack and mothman could have some slight similarities on certain aspects that that is the exception that's not the rule right to to what we're looking at with mothman characteristics you know and, and not to mention my own personal opinion about springhill jack was that this was just some fucking guy a couple of times a couple of different fucking guys beaten off or whatever like this you know <laughs> this, it wasn't some supernatural entity um yeah and- i don't i don't even think the people that were that connected i think the the press and the people that were the witnesses made the connection because they don't even to describe the descriptions they give don't even don't even like correlate you know what i mean they're also different right yeah and the the you got to remember like the kind of time it was like they didn't have tv back then right and like there wasn't a whole lot to do electricity so like when the when the you know at nighttime like when the sun went down you couldn't really see anything there was no legos it was just like fucking (laughs) It's a it shitty time to be alive, <laughs> you know. Yeah, everything had coal dust on it, and the books all sucked. Like it was no, uh, it wasn't anything fun to do. There was a lot of sexual repression, and <laughs> you know what? What else would you do but dress up like a fucking monster and try to rip chicks' clothes off and then? Right. Well, it, it just—it seems like something that like nutters would do. And one of the things we talked about yesterday when we tried to do this show before. Was that there's people in and if you live in a semi, oh yeah, if you live in a semi decent sized city, there's probably some local nutball that walks around downtown dressed up like a superhero. Yeah, uh, we have we have the Chicago Spider Man, who's a uh, dresses up like Miles Morales and just kind of hangs out at L stations and 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 poses for pictures. But there was that guy in New York that used to climb office buildings dressed as Spider Man. Yeah. Um, there was some guy when I when I worked in Rogers Park in Chicago, uh, there was this guy that was um, right before the election where they booted Trump out. He was dressed up like Batman and handing out like anti-Trump literature and clearly not right in the head. But like, <laughs> what's to stop you from doing it? The thing is that most people, we don't do that. We're like, oh, I, I'm not going to go dressed out, go out dressed up necessarily. But there's people that do that. Sometimes, I mean, there's people that do drag. There's people that do burlesque. There's people that put on elaborate costumes to go clubbing and shit. And, and there are some people that I guess back then, having limited options, would, would put on weird shit and run around. Sometimes just my London. own wardrobe. Like, I go out and I think people assume that, like, I'm, like, dressed up. And I'm not. I'm just, these are my clothes. <laughs> you know? Well, people um, think you're trans all the time, too, you were They saying. do, <laughs> yeah. They do think that, yeah. <laughs> they just there's something about you that just oh, I want to 
suck her dick. Apparently, people <laughs> want to suck my dick. Oh, well, I guess you know what? That's the perspective I didn't put it into before. Was that obviously you I have, have big dick energy? You have it's it's partly your voice and partly your mascara. I think okay. your eyeshadow. You have the eyeshadow of a well hung, okay, well hung individual. <laughs> of a well hung individual. Oh, good. At least my dick is massive. Yeah. For some reason, there's people that think I'm, I'm I'm a trans woman. I'm not. I pushed a child out of my vagina. Yeah, I've seen um, the kid. I haven't seen the vagina, but I've seen the kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm vouch for that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that's your roommate. It is. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> it is yeah i just stole a child i was like this is mine you know i had to be passing somehow i guess i don't know, you know. that's the hell of a beard you got there you know i don't know where yeah i don't know where the confusion came from um but uh i will for the record say that i am a very much a natural born woman um not that i have anything wrong with trans people if you guys have listened to the show for long enough you know that one of the co-hosts was a trans woman um it just wasn't me <laughs> you know so, i don't know i don't know if that's where it came from i have no idea anyway um back to back to weird people dressing up in weird clothes um yeah we have a guy uh, you know who dresses up as uh batman and uh superman and i think he also dresses up as roller skating elvis um I, but I, I haven't verified yet if that's him anyway he just hangs out wherever i've taken pictures of him just standing on the street corner waving at people just because yeah you know people people do that you know people do that now so why the fuck wouldn't they do that back in the day um sure that impressive of a society where you would need to especially if you were a little bit off or you're a little bit of a deviant anyway you need to kind of like break free and go do some weird crazy shit you know and that's what you're gonna do is put together this elaborate monster costume and just fucking hop out of alleys of people (laughs) why not well and we were kind of talking about where like his motives seem to have changed compared to his first half compared to his back half. So like personally, I think his first half, this first string, that was one person. Okay. And I think sure. he was a serial rapist and I'm sticking by that. That's what I think. Um, yeah. There's de- There's definitely a very, there's an element of sexual assault there. Well, there is he's ripping off women's clothes. I mean, although we don't have any like confirmed reports of like, yeah, Spring Hill Jack raped somebody, that doesn't mean it didn't happen and it just didn't go under. Unre- it just you know went unreported. That happens even to this day again. <laughs> you know, so right. Well, there's a difference between like ripping off someone's clothes and groping them, and then holding them down, having an erect penis, getting the erect. You know what I mean? Like that's a bit involved. Like. You know, I don't know how. Well, yeah, but the, during those times when the clothes were being, he didn't just like rip off clothes and run. He got chased off by other people, yeah. so he was stopped. I mean, that doesn't mean that, that the next step wouldn't have been that. We don't know. I've never talked to the guy. <laughs> I don't know. They did beat him off, so I mean, obviously there's something to it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, you know, but but anyway, that's I honestly that's my opinion on that's what i think he was doing i think it was a, he was only attacking women you know that's true yeah i mean so at least as far as we know all the reports have been women none of the guys have ever come out and be like oh yeah spring hill jack attacked me you had mentioned um an individual and that's where like the fire breathing came from too so like the two women that reported that he breathed fire claim that he blew, he blew the fire in their faces i guess they weren't burned severely um and then they had like seizures they had like a weird reaction to it um but you know when you're being physically assaulted (laughs) things happen very fast um you had mentioned that one of the people accused you know they had said that he potentially like made spring-heeled shoes and then like was a fire breather which is something that humans can do yeah i mean gene simmons does it all the time um Yeah, the uh, the uh, Marcus of Waterford, they thought that he had he had um, uh, he had an associate that was a blacksmith that they thought could um, could do that if Why? they wanted to. Well, I mean, well, think about it. It was um, it. Why did he do it? Why spring heeled shoes? Why? Um, let's see. Oh. <laughs> you trying to Google it? No, I mean, 
just what would the mo I mean, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to put on this tight ass outfit, this cape, and hmm, how about this this helmet thing? Also, I'm going to have springs in my shoes. Well, the springs in the shoes, some I had read somewhere, and it's not it's not here, but that from what people if what people were describing was actually happening there was no hyperbole or exaggeration involved if if he was leaping to the heights that they claimed that he was that it would almost have to be supernatural and explanation because you know people would break their ankles doing that shit right right so like then okay starting from there you got to backpedal a little bit and say okay well then how exaggerated was it sure what did this guy just hop down from maybe we was like hiding on top of a garage and he hopped down and then ripped someone's shirt off and fucking squeezed the titty and then ran off into the night cackling like a madman. And the story then turns into, Oh, he, he fucking swooped down. And you know, I mean, like I'm not saying there wasn't a fair amount of acrobatics involved, but it doesn't have to require people that literally with bouncing shoes. Cause that would be, I mean, think about it. Like that would be more, that would lower your dexterity than increase it. Like you would have a harder time getting away if you had springs in your heels. Like you're not like bouncing. Like you're thinking of like a video game character or a cartoon character. It would be too erratic. And what if you tried to run down a a cobblestone street, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I, I maybe debate how much he really was like flying through the air and stuff. Maybe sure. he would jump. Maybe he would jump down from something up high and then hop a fence and get out of there. But as far as him bouncing, like like he know, was just quick footed. Yeah, he's like a know. parkour person. Parkour, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could be. Well, so that I mean that was again that was the first half, and then there was like a lull, and then he came back, and then this new Spring Hill Jack again. His whole deal wasn't ripping off women's clothes. It was pretty much mostly attacking carriages. So it's just running out in front of people's cars. Yeah. That's what he was doing. You know, as far as we know, he hadn't killed anybody. There are deaths attributed to him from the carriage crashes. But, you know, we kind of, we talked about it yesterday. Tell the story about the log paddle with the train. Dumb kids do dumb things like jumping out in front of cars. <laughs> I don't have to tell that one again. We're going to, that's going to be in the, just between me and you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want anybody to know that. You no, know. that was, I shouldn't have said that. Sometimes I tell anecdotes and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm admitting the felonies. Tell it on <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Pato derailed, derailed a whole train one time. No, I, not was, a whole uh, train. It was a good story. but <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes kids, kids do stupid shit. Sometimes kids, kids pile up shit. garbage on train tracks just to see what happens when the train hits the pile of garbage. We'll just leave it at that. Right. Yes. Kids do dumb shit. We threw rocks at cars one time, and and then somebody had actually um pulled oh, yeah. and stopped, and they were pissed. Did they chase you? Did you run? They were gonna beat our ass. Yeah, we did. We yeah. ran. We told our parents. We're like, this woman. We don't know why. She said she was gonna beat our asses, and and then our parents were all mad because I lived in the ghetto. I had ghetto ass parents, and they're like, "Woohoo! I'll kick their asses." You know, uh, it was stupid, but it was our fault. But we didn't say that part. Um, <laughs> oh, we used so. to throw snowballs at cars all the dude. I that wish they'd have thrown fucking rocks, big ass rocks at people's cars. <laughs> fucking, you're a bad little, badass little date. We were. I was a bad kid, you know. And so, and so, yeah, I could see kids going, "Oh my god, let's dress up like Spring Hill Jack and jump out of these fucking carriages." Yeah, you know that's very believable. And then, as far as like the military anecdotes go, um, we can't verify that story. Like, we can't verify that the military shot at this man and nothing happened. I mean, it's not like it's it's fucking tucked away in England's fucking defense record anywhere. Well, also remember that's that's also like a good explanation for like, did you miss it? No, I didn't miss it. I hit it, and then nothing happened. Right. Or you missed it. Or you, <laughs> you know, yeah, you you had a janky ass fucking you know, like 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 a musket that you missed with because you were scared, and you know, I don't know. Well, like the band meter visitor. Okay, the entire town went to where that thing the mine the mine shaft where that thing was hanging out at waited until it crawled out and opened fire on that bitch and it did nothing it walked away i believe that happened i believe that that entire town of van meter iowa unloaded on that thing and nothing happened 
I don't believe that he said, she said that the military unloaded on this guy. We have no names. There's, there's no dates. There's no anything. And then nothing happened. You know, you, you, there's no information to verify, you know, the people that were there didn't come forward and, you know, they're not named. We don't know who they were. I just think that was a tall tale just kind of added to it to add to the mystery. The Springfield stuff? Or with them shooting and getting away? Yeah, that that in particular, yeah. The military shooting at him and he just left. He laughed about it and went beaten off into the night. I, I think that that was not real. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys get crazy when they get cumbrained. That's true. You know what I mean? They'll start thinking anything's a good idea. Like, I'm going to dress up like this and fucking run out. Maybe he thought that was, I mean, maybe that got him off more. The fact that he was being shot at by the military. Ugh. Dangerous. Ugh. And he just beat a shit and continued on. <laughs> Okay, so for the second time now, <laughs> the show has been interrupted, <laughs> and it's clearly because of giants. So, um, or Spring Hill Jack, I don't know. Pato, what do you, what do you think's going on there? I, I, I don't know. I just want to <laughs> land this ship right now. <laughs> Pat's, Pat's freaking out. Um, you know, hey, if anything, we got a whole episode that's just an intro, and uh, <laughs> if I just have to do some voiceover work and just clarify what has happened here twice now, we have the evidence that this has, for some reason, we are not meant to record this episode this week. I don't know why. Um, my verdict on Spring Hill Jack, all high strangeness aside, is that he wasn't uh, probably uh, anything supernatural. He's just some guys. Pato, what's your final verdict? On? I agree. I think it's a, I think it's a, um, a mixture of drunken pranksters and copycat killers not killers but copycats and then mass hysteria thrown in and i think that's where all the best urban legends come from sure you know at minimum it's a good story uh it makes for a good story and apparently it makes the government unhappy when we talk about it so with that being said (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and just cut it there um see you guys back here next wednesday